Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show. The show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell. And me, James Harrison. Where we bring you... Explosive debate. Big interviews and guests. Trending topics. With regular uploads. And now sponsored by Froome's very own Prestige Paving and Patios. And also now with over 100 episodes. You're listening to the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. And my name is James. And together we are TTM Sports, the sports show that's by the fans, for the fans. Ten games to go, alcohol in the room, ice in the veins, we're both insane. We're back. We're back, James, and I just want you to clarify before we go any further with a podcast the music that uh, that we hear over the top yeah. you did nick that from a porno didn't you i did it, i did i did i did it was uh, i think it was dave's babes 2.0 uh, a uk uh, version which is always the best isn't it i i don't like when you know say for instance if you have a bit of alone time for instance i know we're going out there a little bit now but if you do ever have a bit of alone time you know lads or or even ladies that might be listening to the to the ttm sports show you know let's be honest you don't like the i don't like that corporate american do you know what i mean loud it's fake it's not it's not real what's your, what's your opinion on that I don't have an opinion on that. that don't lie. Everybody has an opinion over what... Well, you've just... You've, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You've passed the ball across the box. I've gone to tap it in. I've passed the ball across to you and you've gone, oh, yeah, I'll leave that to the other striker. Come on, tell me. Do you... Are you a fan? Are we talking about over... over um, produce high production value porn? Yeah. Um... Not my necessarily necessarily my go-to when you're on. It's you know, not mine. You know, sometimes though, when you when you really are in need, you don't really get past the homepage anyway. You, do you know what I mean? Depends how deep you are. Right. Anyway, uh, more importantly, going on to the football. That's what they're here for, isn't it? Let's be brutally honest. That's what everybody's here for. Arsenal closing in, tantalisingly close on the Premier League trophy. Don't want to burst your bubbles. I lost to Liverpool on Sunday, and it's in Man City's hands. Um, apart from that. Actually, to be fair to Arsenal fans, I owe you an apology. I thought I'd come out now and say it. Um, you know, to be fair, I didn't think you had a hope and hell's chance of Scooby. In fact, I thought that Daffy Duck had more of an opportunity to eat Scooby snacks than Arsenal winning the Premier League title. Instead, what's happened is, is Daffy Duck hasn't been in there all. You know, they took off the mask. It's actually Scooby all along. Um, the reality is, Arsenal could win the Premier League and a win at Liverpool on Sunday. I think it could be done. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 
not ideal for me. I don't really want Arsenal to win the Premier League for obvious reasons, but you can't you can't argue with what they're doing. You know, at the end of the day, they've been out in front all season. You know, let's not forget that they've been out in front pretty much the whole season. Hardly any injuries, but that's something that's fine. But remember, sorry, Arsenal fans are not allowed to use that. Well, and they've done it on pure merit. They've had hardly any injuries and they've played amazingly the, well. The table doesn't lie. Um, you know, they lost against City. They had the little wobble. With the, did they draw? Um, Southampton. They drew away to Southampton. They drew at home to Brentford. Um, and they scraped a couple past, you know, of the, the, the Bournemouth game. Um, and they've had a little wobble. But since they lost against City, they've won six games in a row. Um, you know, we're going to get to the point soon where they're, they're going to run out of games. It's a bit like it's a bit like Leicester in 2016 where everyone went, nah, they're not going to win it, they're not going to win it. And then they went to Man City and beat them. And everyone was like, oh, hang on a minute. And then they just, you know, the games ran out and they just ended up winning it. And it could well happen the again. The season where Tottenham come third in a two-horse race. Allegedly, yeah. Um, well, no, factually. But anyway. Um, it's a fact, though, isn't it? Well, if you like. Um, yeah. It's the truth. But carry on, yep. Was it as big of a collapse as when Gerard slipped and then you drew at, at Palace? It wasn't as big as a collapse as that. I'd rather have what happened to Spurs, where actually we were never top at any point in that season. Come on, mate. With the new guys that Come threw it away on, in the last two mate. weeks of the season. But anyway, look, look move on. Look. Sometimes you win them and sometimes you don't. And this is what's going to happen to Arsenal. Uh, they're either going to hang on or not even hang on, really. They're out in front on merit. They deserve to be where they are. You know, they've got some of the players. They've got players who are having some of the best individual seasons that, that we've seen this season from anyone. You take Haaland and Kane out of it. Anyone having a better season than Saka? Maybe Rashford only. You know, the consistency of Arsenal. You can't. Hold on a minute. Salah scored more goals than Saka. Yeah. More, Mo Salah scored more goals than Rashford. Has he? Yeah. Marcus Rashford's scored the most goals in Europe since Christmas, hasn't he? Yeah, but the, the season didn't start at Christmas. Yeah, all right. But anyway, look, what, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I know you've got this rhetoric where, you know, Liverpool players need to constantly be being praised or else they're shit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, nobody can deny that Bakayo Saka isn't having a, a brilliant season individually. You know, I think he's got to be almost hands down nailed on for young player of the year. I'd agree with that. Um, without a shadow of a doubt. And, you know, there's even players, you know, Granite Xhaka. You know, everyone thought he was done and dusted four years ago, three years ago. What a brilliant season he's having. You know, the centre-halves are doing well. They have got the injury now too. Is it is it Gabriel that's injured or Saliba? One of the two is now injured. Um, uh, Saliba, I believe. And so they're going to have to run with Rob Holding for a bit. Um, again, it will be a test of the squad, which is one thing that people have thrown at Arsenal all season. Is the squad deep enough? Is the squad deep enough? You're right, James. They have been lucky with injuries a bit. The fans but, will tell you. They'll go, well, we've had Jesus over half the yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and they had Partey out for uh, about six games or something like that. Yeah. But again, you know, they went out in January. On, they went and we've got Trossard. We've had Diaz out for and they went eight and got, months. You know what I mean? Right, you've had players out for yeah, longer. Man City about yeah. it. Everyone's had injuries, Everyone's but no had one's had it as good as Arsenal slash Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle have had it very good with injuries. They've had a few suspensions lately creeping in. But anyway, we'll get to the top four race a bit later on. But with Arsenal, um, you've just got to say, I mean, even as a Spurs fan, I admire, I think, I think fair play. You know, nobody had them pinned down as title winners this season. The just goes to show as well, we've seen 12 managers sacked this season. And if was well, lucky, our manager if, you know, that list, mate. Exactly. Let's be honest. And, if there's any other manager more, you know, in Liverpool, he would have got you know, one. We've eight. had twelve managers sacked this season. Klopp is doing well to hang. He's only there on historical, you know, nostalgia now. Um, David Moyes is getting away with it. I think Steve Cooper seems to be. They seem to be having to come out every week and say that they're not sacking him, and then somebody else says that they are. Um, you know, there's a lot of trigger-happy chairman out there, but you've got to say that Arsenal, they've stuck with Arteta when it would have been very, very easy to sack him. They went against the fans by keeping him, and I think they've been shown to be right, which is fair play. You know, you've got to stand by what you believe in sometimes. You know, what if Daniel Levy had turned around and not sacked Conte two weeks ago, despite every fan wanting him sacked, and then three years down the line, we're where Arsenal are. You know, it, it swings and roundabouts. You, you can stick with managers, as it has been proven in the past, and you can get get rid of managers again, and and you know Chelsea are an example of it. If they're not going well, they sack the manager, they get another top manager, and they see how that goes. If it ain't going right, they sack them again, and they've you know two Champions Leagues in ten years. You can't argue it. Um, so yeah, but I mean James, obviously you will have an opinion of where it's all going to go wrong for Arsenal, Man City. They're obviously waiting in the wings. They're in some serious form right now as well. I mean, you saw it firsthand Saturday. I think Liverpool I think, will beat Arsenal think, on Sunday, I, mate. I've, I do. I think we'll beat. We always beat them at Anfield. Yeah, 
Um, and you know and I know that in football sometimes you just have a bogey team mate. they just don't go your way at a certain ground or as a certain team yeah. I'm telling you we'll beat Arsenal on Sunday I'll I, I tell you and if we don't if, 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 as I say if Arsenal win at Liverpool on Sunday then do you know what fair play um, I'll take my hat off I'll say fair play Look, you've won at Anfield you know you, 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 you've beaten Manchester United a resurgent Man United who were by the way fourth and they're having a, this unbelievably amazing season when Mourinho managed to get United to finish second they dropped off a cliff Solskjaer got them to finish second they jumped off a cliff Van Hal got them to finish second they've fallen off a cliff Eric Ten Hag's come in the saviour of Man United apparently he's restructured them sorted them all out and where are they? Fourth but anyway carry on they're only two points ahead of where they were this time last year yeah no, oh, but he hit. sorted them out he sorted them out don't know who knows told you mate all good things come to an end, allegedly. I'll never forget that. But anyway, yeah. Yep. But then again, look, he did say that and he is above Liverpool, so he's halfway there. For now. He? For now, yeah. Um, but James, yeah, Man City, I mean, I, I personally think Man City are playing some of the, the, the best football I've seen. With John Stone, you know, central midfield. Out of this world at times, City. I mean, Brilliant. what did they bang? Seven past Leipzig. Yeah. Then went and banged six past a Bernie team that Four have only lost two Liverpool. games all season. Five, four past Liverpool. Well, could have been seven, eight. Yeah, you know, um, who are they playing this weekend, City? It, does it matter? No, I mean, they're probably steamroller them, whoever it is. Um, you know, they're, they're just clicking into gear now, aren't they? But then again, they're going to have the Champions League come into play soon. Um, they've got a two-legged... Squad's huge. Yeah, it is, and, and obviously Pep rotates. But they've got a two-legged quarter-final now against um, Bayern. They get through that. They've got a two-legged semi against Real Madrid or Chelsea. Think about it. You know, games. it's starting to get... Mate, they got rid of Cancelo. They got rid of Zinchenko. They got rid of Gabriel Jesus. You know, they've got rid of some serious talent there. Three players. Those three players get into every single one of our teams or in our squads and play regularly, don't yeah. they? Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. They've got rid of them. What you know? How would how would Arsenal react if they got rid of, for instance, okay, if they got rid of, I don't know, who's crucial to Arsenal? Thomas Partey, Bakayi Saka, and I don't know, Zinchenko. Again, yeah. do you know what I mean? How would they cope? They just wouldn't, would they? So the reality is Man City are coming and they're coming large. And I'm telling you, I've said it all the way through the season, I do believe Man City will win the league. I do. And I think they've celebrated prematurely. However, if Arsenal win at Anfield on Sunday, even I, as one of the biggest staunch critics, will turn around and say, actually, okay. Okay, okay. Because if they win the league, you can't deny. You have to give them credit, which is why I get very angry when people don't give Liverpool credit or Leicester credit for when they won the league. Everyone uh, gives Liverpool credit. Not a single person on this. Duncan Penelham does not give Liverpool credit for winning the season. I he think, said he said it, was, it doesn't count because it's in a COVID season. I think well, and he also said that you're the new Blackburn or Leicester because you know you've only ever won one Premier League title. Well, football wasn't invented in 1993. No, it wasn't. But I think look. To suggest that Liverpool don't get any credit is ridiculous. This time last year, everyone was saying they were the greatest team in the world and they were going to win the quadruple. Well, we this were, time last we year. We were a game and a half away from it. Yeah, how did you get on though? You didn't win the quadruple. No. Right. No, we finished. We won two trophies, 10 minutes away from the league and lost 1-0 to an inspired Real Madrid team that only God could stop. <laughs> there we go. But again, look, this time last year, what was everybody saying about Liverpool? Yeah, yeah. You Wax know, and lyrical. Literally. We, I think we both know it's just, a, I think it's a combination of a, a cocktail. We'll very, very quickly we'll, touch on we'll, that. We'll get to Liverpool, yeah. mate. We'll get, you, you can have your feel on Liverpool, if you yeah. like, in a bit. Um, but right now, if you had to call it, James, I mean, what if Arsenal go to Liverpool I think Sunday it, I and talk, win, yeah. is then that I think that driving seat? I think it's, yeah. Oh, driving seat, yeah. And then they're in fourth gear yeah. on a motorway that's open for seven-mile stretch. They just uh, they'll put the foot down then they'll steamroller everybody else because then the belief will be there mm. that they can do it. That's it. we both know. You win at Anfield and you're in the middle of a title charge. City will be deep down thinking, yeah, they'll, they'll lose at Liverpool and then City will take advantage and City will then beat I them. I need to see. Who, I'll see you City you got this weekend. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll fill the gap. I'll fill the gap with with the listeners. The listeners love listening to me. You know, all those Arsenal fans out there that can't stand me deep down. You tune in every week because you want to listen to me. You want to get angry. You want to feel the pressure. As far as I'm concerned, if Arsenal win at Liverpool on Sunday, they're going to do extremely well. Man City um, away to Southampton. That's a win. It's a win, isn't it? Come yeah, on, it's a win. That's a win. Um, I mean, some of the other fixtures going out there. Newcastle United away to Brentford. Big game. Man United, Everton tomorrow lunchtime. Everton that's... always do well at Old Trafford. Mm. Just putting that out there. Everton always do well at Old Trafford. Villa last year. Just ask Brian Oviedo. Um, um, Villa, Villa Forest, that's a good game. Yeah. Again, Brent... we had it last week, didn't we? We said yeah. all these were really good. Newcastle, good Newcastle away at Brentford. Fulham will beat West Ham. West Ham need to respond there. Fulham are on the slide, mate. 
Leicester Bournemouth that is big and there's another big game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium tomorrow which we'll get to Spurs v Brighton Brighton win at your place a day in the boxing for the top four mate we're going to talk about it wouldn't it be amazing if Newcastle and Brighton got those places we're going to talk about it um with Man United, thing, though, Chelsea and Liverpool and Tottenham all out. Yeah, one thing one thing we will talk about, you just mentioned them there, Chelsea. Mm. We can't continue any further. So, um, Frank Lampard, the wankers, back in football then. Yeah, it's, it's actually the, it's Frank incredible. Frank Lampard, the wanker, Chelsea fans out there, he is a wanker. It's as incredible as the pint of Guinness sat in front of me that I've managed to pour on air perfectly, by the way. Um, and you can admit that that is poured wonderfully. I wouldn't. Well. No, I'm not on the Guinness hype. Come on, it's not. I'm not there on the hype, am I? Am I there on a hype? Would I really just? Would I drink something I don't really like alone at home? <laughs> no. My wife goes, "Oh, you didn't take me down as a Guinness drinker, James." Well, after I went to the factory and I had about four pints, I was hooked. Absolutely delicious the stuff. Power of marketing. Power of absolute appreciation. Yeah, I'm drinking a Thatcher's Haze, which is um, basically squash. Apple juice. It is, yeah. It's also a teeth rotter. Um, right, so um, as we move on what, from that, that... That is a colon rotter. Yeah, yeah we've all got one. Right, so um, looking at the Premier League table just no, very no, Fra- quickly. No, Frank Lampard, James. Frank Lampard. Yes. How ridiculous is that? Uh, I couldn't believe... I was in the crowd and I thought, that's odd. But then again, I thought Chelsea legend probably could walk into Chelsea and watch a game. Yeah, Do you know what course. I mean? Uh, let's, let's be honest with you. I mean, um, let's be, just to put it out there, I know he is a wanker. Villa but, are above Chelsea now. He is, Villa are above Chelsea He now. is a legend. They're above you as well. Leeds are... Well, no, yeah. Yeah, look, look I think as far as we're concerned... Yeah, we're gaming hand. Um, I, I think uh, it's, 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 it's just... It's crazy that Fulham have I mean, got a game hand of Chelsea and they're above them. The Premier League is so even. It's even now. It's two leagues, mate. It's two leagues. I'm telling you that now. Two leagues into one. From Crystal Palace down. Yeah. I mean, Palace are not going to go down. They're nowhere near it. Seven points? Mm, seven points. Seven points off the bottom. I still it? think West Ham, if West Ham win, they they go at the 12th. Let's not forget that. Yes, they have yeah, you to look win. At, well, yeah. you look at Leeds. Leeds won in a week and now look at them. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know but, you're, but you're 13th, but you're only actually Leicester two points. Leicester City. You know? I mean, that's the shock. What's that? Four, four look, teams on 27? Well, well, look, James. I mean, Leicester City started the season poor. We'll go on to relegation, then we'll end on top four. I think it's a bigger debate. I think, but yeah. um, you're looking at this relegation here. Leicester City, the way they started the season, you thought, oh, they're going to go. And then they, they sort, a bit they of sorted a surge. it. They, yeah. they battered us. Yeah, they sorted it out. And it's gone back again. Yeah, I think mean, we're getting rid of Brendan's. That's a massive gamble. I think it's the last throw of the dice, really. And I think he's been looking to get out of there for about a year, Brendan. Um, he hasn't... I can't believe it. They, were, they were the fifth, sixth team in the look, Premier League for the last few were, years. But you, know? you look around, they've let that, that squad has deteriorated massively and they haven't improved it. They've had good players go or good players go out of form. You know, seen Pereira. What, what's, what's, what's uh, Tillemans done this year? Yeah, Nothing. Well, he's going you know, on free at the end of the season. Why exactly. Liverpool don't sign him? I will I, never, I, I ever say know. Perez, he's now dicking around on loan at Betis or something like that. S- staggering. You know, good player. I mean, what um, the hell's that about? Jose Perez, you know, he looked good, mate, for them. Yeah. It was a good signing when they picked him up from Newcastle as well. Ooh, Forrest's been uh, dragged back in. Yeah, now Forrest, I've got a £20 bet on with uh, Nathan Green, who is the assistant manager of Room Collegians and an all-round good guy and groundhopper. Um, I've got a £20 bet on with him that Knott's Forest are going down. Now, I made that with him after about seven games when they were about 12th. Um, I said, they'll go down, they'll go down. And they've been up and down, up and down. But I, do you know what? I think... Look, a big club's going. Leicester... Everton, Everton hey, West Ham well, Southampton yeah. are gone I think I wouldn't said it this. be interesting if all the promoted teams stayed up well that would mean that Everton would have to go with Leicester and Southampton I think Everton have got enough I think Everton under Dyche is just I think they'll just about have enough <laughs> I think they're just gonna they're gonna be like Burnley have been for all these if years if one of the established Premier League teams are gonna go down it wouldn't surprise me if it's someone like Palace mate no, I know they, they got Hodgson, but no, you know. Palace are fine. They got Wolf Zaha's now injured for a couple of weeks. Mate, they're three points off the relegation zone. Yeah, it's so tight. It's a, any one of them could go down. All you got to do is lose two, three in a row, and you're then fucked. you're right back in there. You're fucked. But I think any team that's gonna hit a bit of form now will probably, you know, you've got ten games or nine games. You need to, if you're down there, you need to be winning three of those minimum. I yeah, think. yeah. And hopefully, you know, take some points off the other teams around you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, absolutely. Call it, go on. Let's just, just for fun, James. 
call it? Who's going down? Uh, I think Southampton are going. Yeah, I think the gap's just opened up a touch to them now. They've got a bad goal I difference think, as well. I think Bournemouth are going down. Um, and I'm going to put it out there. And I'm going to make a prediction. I think Crystal Palace go down. Mm, nah, too much. I think they've got too much. I, we'll see. I think Southampton are going down. I think Forest are going down because I've got to stick with my guns because I bet £20 on it. And I think Leicester are going down. I think Leicester are going. I just think that... I've lost think, 18 out of 29 games, mate. That, I just think it's gone so... Toxic. Not even. It's not even toxic. They've just sleptwalked into a situation and they've neglect, it's been neglected. They haven't invested into the squad. Uh, Manager of the season, James. Sorry to interrupt you. Go on. I really apologise. Unai Emery, like I said, he's done like, well. He's done well. He's given them a great. He's given given a great platform for next they're season. Seventh. You know they're going to be handy next season with another transfer window under Emery and a preseason. I think they're going to be they're going to be handy next year. Big club, big club. I think big ground. Um, behind the stand behind the goal is going to be refurbished for Euro twenty twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. That's going to hold excess of sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Look, good big club. club. Big hey, club. we know that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Moving on to the race for the European places, they're actually in the European spots at the moment. Yeah, Villa. Yeah, Villa going to get Villa in the Conference League as it stands. Villa have got have gone ahead of Brentford now. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so tight. Every, everyone's doing well. We're waiting. You know, for a lot of teams to see. take out Brighton, and then you've got your six, and then it's just jockeying for position. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. We spoke about it off air the other day, James, yeah. didn't we? And we were saying, I think in the end, I think probably the top four will be the top four. I think United will just have enough on Spurs because I know they always win at win at us as well when it comes to the top. Do you think Liverpool stadium. left it too late? Uh, yeah, I think I, unfortunately, mate, Liverpool yeah. are not going to finish in the top four. It's ten points. You're mate. not. You're not. Ten finishing. points with ten games to play. You're not finishing in the top four. Unless I'll put we it win out there now. Game. Unless you go on a monster run, which I just don't think you've got it in you to do. No, I, I think. think, I, think it, I don't want Europa League. I'd, I'd rather have no European football. Really? Yeah. Mate, that's a terrible thing to say. That is football snobbery right there. Why? I'd because you think you're going to win the league next because season? Because we could have a go on the league the next year. Yeah, 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 I do. Play no, week I in, week out. So, what, what, as, as fans, as a Liverpool fan, you live in the city, uh, like many of them do, mm-hmm. um, allegedly. And, um, and you know, you go home, you go to all the games... Um, you've got a season ticket. You're gonna, you're gonna have no European football next season. As a Liverpool fan, you know somebody that lives and breathes it in the city. Obviously, not not like you, like not you. I don't mean you personally, but if you were somebody that lived in Liverpool, your whole social life revolved around it. You know, you lived, you lived, no, and why? you know, you love those European nights at Anfield. You know, well, that's football snobbery, mate, to suggest that you. Oh no, I'd rather not bother with the Europa League. What you should be wanting to play in Europe every season. That's the goal. It's because the Premier League and not like La Liga. The, the the you know the 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 Bundesliga and Liga uh, and Serie A in the way that they protect their teams. Thursday night you're playing no, against that. It doesn't matter. It does, no, you're not. no one plays. No, if you play Thursday, you play Sunday. Everybody knows that. I think they don't know that. They, they do, do. They when it, it it happens all the time. Nobody plays Thursday Saturday. It does not happen. If we were to play on the Sunday, yeah, yeah, play Thursday Sunday. I've got no problem with it because it's the same as having Champions League football. And you can have a good run deep in Europe. Fine, no problem. And everybody in the squad gets minutes. I'm happy for that. So don't don't try and twist the fact that I'm not happy because. It's the football snobbery I was worried about the turnaround no yeah, it was no different than playing in the Champions League on a Wednesday night away in I don't know but it is different Sevilla no, and, and playing 12.30 on a Saturday it what? is no, it different isn't. mate yes it is Why is you'll it? be playing in fucking Latvia in the Europa League on a Thursday night and you'll be then fucking away at Newcastle on the Saturday morning at 12.30 because no, this you is won't. Liverpool no you won't no yeah. you won't you never play Thursday Saturday it never happens it all, it always Thursday Sunday always I think Brighton need to be uh, respected here I um, think, yeah, absolutely. Bang in form. I, I would like to see either Villa or Brighton finish in that top seven. I think Newcastle will be top three as well. I think they deserve it. They've only lost three games all season. Yeah. Um, Two of them have been to Liverpool, by the way. Yeah. Um, who was the other one? Who no else? idea. Probably who? Man City. No, they lost a really random game. Um, Maybe Brighton, I don't know. Who, who know? Who? Oh, yeah, no, they did. They lost to City. Yeah, so, you know, that's the only games they've lost. If you turn them draws into wins, they're slap bang up in the title race. Crazy, isn't it? Mm. Um, Do you know Arsenal? It wouldn't be inconceivable for Arsenal to get 90-plus points as well this season. They're on 72 points with nine games to play. So, so what's that? 27 points to play for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could finish on 95. Well, if they won every game, they'd yeah, have 101. They, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> mad, isn't it? Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy, it's crazy, you know, 
I just, I, I just feel. I just think the opportunity is there. City. If you're, if you're Brighton or if you're Villa now, you're thinking Ooh. Europe. You're thinking we're in the mix. Even Brent. I am. We'll think Europa League. Here we go again. Yeah. Aston Villa. Do you know what I mean? And they go in there. But this is the thing because the, the problem is it's now on for for a team like Brighton, for a team like Villa, for a team like they've Brentford. They've got players to come back as well, and, and they've got a, Coutinho playing. And a team like Newcastle, right? You're in a situation where actually Liverpool have not had a great season. Chelsea have had a disastrous season, and they're nowhere near it. So effectively, there's two places in that top seven of of almost by accident mm. become available mm. so if you can get yourself Villa for example we just spoke about it Villa big club massive club they've now got a top manager that's respected around Europe I respect Emery absolutely um, and a lot of people do except Arsenal fans who were, who were out of order to him but there you go you know very difficult job to follow Arsene Wenger but if you're Villa it's same as Newcastle Newcastle are getting a shot in the arm here they're getting a, they're getting a you know a, str- a stroke of luck here you know they've they've had a scratch card and they've scratched it off and, and it's said that Liverpool and Chelsea aren't finishing in Europe and they've got lucky but Newcastle are going to accelerate their project by about four years but just by you know they're genuinely I think they could sign Harry Kane genuinely I, I, I don't even want to talk about let's not even go there it's not going to happen but genuinely no, 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 New- not, not no I know Tottenham, but I think it's Man United or Newcastle well it's not it's not going to be Newcastle I know why? that why it's just not going to be no, Newcastle no, without being a prick what, what, why well what, what you've got more chance of winning trophies uh, I, I can't be bothered mate he ain't going to Newcastle he doesn't want to go and live up in Newcastle he, it's just not going to happen Man All United right? then yeah um Anyway, but if you're Newcastle, so let's say, for example, start the season, realistically, when they're sat around the that board... That would really fuck you off, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't bother me, mate. It is what it is. <laughs> they sat, sat around, it would be the same when Sterling went to uh, Man City. Yeah, it hurt. Um, they sat around the boardroom at Newcastle eight months ago. Did they plan to be in the Champions League next season? No. <sighs> Suddenly, the richest club in the world, by a, a huge distance... Aren't they like 10 times as rich as Man City? No, it's more than that. Or they've like got 300 billion and Chelsea's... Uh, Man City's only got like... 18 eight, Oh no, well they've got unlimited yeah, yeah. money as well. But but I think it's ridiculous money. But look... Isn't it, it under investigation as well? I though? don't know. It's all shady as fuck. Wouldn't it be amazing if they pulled the plug? Yeah, oh. fantastic. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Kendall Rowan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, but yeah they they could end up in the Champions League and suddenly Eddie Howe's sat there thinking well fucking hell I turned up here and and I thought you know consolidate for a year and now I'm in the Champions League that it'll be absolutely huge if they get in the Champions League and I think if they if they do get in the Champions League which I think they're probably going to I don't think there's any looking back for them. I think they could be bang in there next season again. It's going to be interesting to um, see, uh, you know, Basel away, Newcastle with Eddie Howe in that assistant, you know, just on the uh, touchline. Uh, Tindall, Jason Tindall. <laughs> they were there at Basel away, weren't they, next season, you know, in the Champions League. Yeah, I think you should switch it, Eddie. Yeah, right, okay. If they get yeah. drawn in the group away to Real Madrid or something. I still feel that Bruno Guimaraes will leave Newcastle and get no, a Real No, I Madrid. don't. I, I, think, I think they've done... Their recruitment's been fucking excellent. You can't knock it. The re- perfect. The reason it's what up, we would have done yeah. if we were there. The reason they're up there is because they've had sensible recruitment. They've got sensible, steady players with experience who know the league. And they all fit into the system and, they're, and everything's going good. They haven't really been through any adversity yet this season. No, they haven't. They haven't. They, they, they've been very steady, They've stable. drawn the games that they could have won or lost. So their season yeah. would have went one of two ways if you put them draws in half. If you yeah. put the draws in half, all of a sudden, you know, United, oh, it's a great yeah. achievement. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, not losing football matches is a habit. Yeah. And you, that's how you breed habits in the I squad. Agree. I agree breed. with that. I agree with that. And um, so that's why, you know, once you get on... In a, on a roll, and you know you you become difficult to beat, and you know how to not lose games as a club Wouldn't and as, as a team. Amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing um, as we head into the you know a proper preseason now, a proper break for the players, mm. stupid World Cup in the middle, and all this, a proper preseason break, a proper transfer summer for every club, including Tottenham, stability with a new manager coming in. Okay, same at Chelsea. Um, you know, maybe same at Liverpool and players, and you've you've got all that you've got Villa to come to the party. Brentford, as we both know, probably take a step back. Um, Brighton, you don't know what the hell's going to go on. That manager doesn't stay there for long. But just back to the point, he's been linked with some big jobs in Italy. Exactly, yeah, and he has he has been at the swallow. Um, yeah. But what we will say is this, okay? It isn't a big six anymore. We know it's a big seven with the addition of Newcastle. Yeah. That's clear. How amazing is it going to be next season when you have Tottenham, Chelsea? Liverpool, 
all back in the game. You would ex- you would expect. Yeah. yeah you would well, expect. Well, you could have a you could have a top seven. How amazing Man City, is that? Arsenal, Newcastle, Manchester like a new a Newcastle on steroids, this is basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is Newcastle it's on like, Guinness at seven in the morning. It, no, this is literally somebody has just injected Newcastle United who everybody knew, respected, um, appreciated, was a big club in this country, a big yeah. massive fan base. Big ground, sellouts, no problem. Some of the greatest players we've ever seen in this country, your Shearers, your Gascoins, are all come through that or played at that football mm. club alongside some, you know, brilliant players of, of, of you know, of all football time. You know, yeah, people yeah. like Patrick Cliver and legendary managers like Bobby Robson. It was a nostalgic, historic, brilliant football club. And somebody's just put steroids in it. And, you know, so you've got Man City. Or who about four injections. Yeah, Man City who got a steroid injection you know, 10 years ago. Man City, Arsenal, Newcastle on steroids, Manchester United with a new manager, potentially new owners and, you know, at some point, Qatari investment, Man United on steroids, Man United back on steroids with a proper manager, hopefully, well, if, if Duncan Panayam's correct. Um, Tottenham with a new manager, potentially, uh, well, going to have a new manager, Tottenham with a new manager and, and a freshly signed to new terms, Harry Kane. Um, Liverpool, back where they need to be with, with a proper pre-season owners. and potentially Jude Bellingham. Um, Chelsea, with they're going to spend big again in the summer with a new manager, potentially someone, you know, the likes of Enrique. going to be a lot of Chelsea with a fire sale as well. Mason, do you know what? Can I, can I now well, Mason Mount's, Mason Mount's going to come in back into the equation now. Can I now because, talk about Liverpool right, for a James, second? the floor is yours. You Three better. minutes? Go on. Um, right. Right. Uh, Players out the door. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just literally lay it down on the line. I think Joe Gomez should have a prolonged run in the Liverpool team at right back. Um, I think he's been solid. He's actually been solid. Right. Um, I think Trent Alexander-Arnold needs to be taken out of the Liverpool team for a duration of time because he's had an absolute nightmare. The conundrum of the midfield is very simple. Um, I would get rid of Naby Keita. But well, he's going, isn't he? Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. He's going as well. I would get rid of also. Uh, James Milner, I think his time's come. If he signs another contract, just keep him on the bench. That's two that's gone, okay? I also feel that the people that need to stay is Harvey Elliott. Right. Stefan Bacicic. I'd right. bring him through to, to fight with Fabinho for that holding role. Right. Okay? I would keep Thiago. I'd keep Henderson. Now, do you know what, right? Thiago is the biggest myth mm. in, uh, uh, in this country. Last season, he yeah, carried Yeah, last us, season mate. for about... Three months he was class. Yeah. When you dominate the ball and everything else, I don't think he's got it to play in this league. You don't think so? No. I think he's br- he's honestly brilliant, brilliant footballer. I think he'd keep he keeps him in the squad, fan- mate. <laughs> brilliant at Bayern. He was brilliant at Barca. He was brilliant for Spain. He's been brilliant at times at Liverpool. But when it really, really shit, really hits the fan, yeah, no. where is he away at Brighton when you know you're wide open? And, yeah, no, you know, no. And, and, I, I think Curtis you know, Jones where, where, has got to go, mate. Yeah, Curtis Jones. I'm not having him. Attitude crap. Okay. Cocky little shit. I, 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 you know, that's my opinion of him. I think you take a leaf out. If he had the attitude of Bejicic or Elliot. Yeah, but I mean, you're basing Bejicic on on about five games. No. Have no, Curtis Jones played about fifteen Curtis games. Curtis Jones mate. had this sort of impact three, no, four years didn't. ago. Yeah, no, he, he did. didn't. He was a he teacher's did. pet. He's a different player to Bejicic. Right. And they're a different mentality altogether. Uh, and, I, and you mark my words, Stefan Bejicic, okay, and I'm going to go on record and say it, Friday the 7th of April, 10 past 9, Stefan Bejicic will go on to have a great career in the game. No, I hope he does. I don't wish a bad career uh, on anyone. I'm backpedalling now. No, right, back okay. Look, I think um, it's good to see Liverpool. Firmino goes, we don't need another attacker, okay? Fabinho will go, uh, sorry, Fabinho will go, we don't need another attacker, that's settled. What we need to sort out is getting Matip out the bloody door. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we, that's a lot, well, a lot of the fans will agree with me with that. I think Kanate, Van Dijk, two centre-backs, and then we need to bring in a centre-back and two or three midfielders. I still think you need another right-back at the club. Uh, do you know what? It's a good point. I said uh, it the other day, didn't I, James? Uh, but I said, I'd keep Gomez what, as a centre-right-back. What you need is four years ago, Thomas Mounier. Yeah, that's a really clever <laughs> what, assumption. What... Who did I mention, actually? Was that Benjamin Pavard? Was it? Yeah, that was the one. Exactly. You need, yeah. but, but then again, you, you can't sign someone like a Pavard because he's going to play instead of Trent. You can't be signing a replacement of Trent unless Klopp just goes, that's it. I've had enough of this guy and goes and buys a replacement for Trent Alexander. The thing but, you've got is because Klopp you've got told Trent, Trent and then you've got Ramsey and then you've got square pegs and round holes. 
Yeah. I mean, well, Brandt's a good player. She's injured. Yeah, um, but he's you know. also 18 and isn't going to have a prolonged... Uh, is he? Because Trent was 18 when he yeah, came in. Yeah, but there's a difference. There's, there's levels, What's the difference? Mate. There's level. Well, Trent Alexander-Runner was an exceptional young player that came into a team at a point where you were rebuilding, made that spot his well, own. what and are we doing now? All right, we'll drop Trent then and start playing Ramsey. I think Trent's a midfielder, personally. You've said you know that for I a long time, right, Do mate? you know what I think he is? And he's he played is? one game in midfield in his career, and that was against Andorra mm. for England, and he, mm. and, he, and he couldn't do it. Yeah, you're right. That Yeah, one game. I don't know where you're getting this. Have you ever had a bad from. game? Me, I've had many. I've had more bad games than good games in my right, career. Right, just stop being nasty, all right? You're a bully, you are. All right, so what I, what I would say is this, okay? I believe, okay, Liverpool need to sign a centre-back and get rid of Matip. I think he's had too many shit games this season for us, been poor. I think um, Fabinho, the jury's out now, 29 years old, you cash in. You know, just get rid of him, get him off the books. You know who I want at the club? Obviously, I want Jude Bellingham, I'm not stupid, but I'm also not stupid to suggest that actually money talks. You know, uh, Liverpool not in the Champions League, I still think we'll sign him. People will say, why Why would Bellingham go to a club not in the Champions League? Well, if it's good enough for Bruno Fernandes, if it's good enough for Casemiro, if it's good enough for Rafael Ferrani, if it's good enough for Jaden Sancho, if it's good enough for Cristiano Ronaldo, then why is it not good enough for Jude Bellingham? Is my argument for that. And I think that's fair. Yeah, no, All absolutely. Right? Um, but what, what I will also say is I, I want um, Mason Mount. Yeah, I and think. Yeah, I, I think, think he, he's underrated. I think he would James. transform. I think he would transform you if you. Could I think. Do you know what I think he would be similar to the Wijnaldum effect? And here, let me. Can I explain why? Go on. Jorginho Wijnaldum was an attacking left-sided winger slash attacking midfielder for Newcastle mm. with Momo Sissoko um, in the middle yeah, of that Newcastle team. Yeah. Wijnaldum went to Liverpool, turned into a box-to-box midfielder, did the donkey work with Jordan Henderson. Okay, and it was the engine room, wasn't it? That's what it was, a Fabinho mopping up, yeah? Yeah. Henderson, add age onto him, he slows down. Add age onto Fabinho, he slows down. There is no Wijnaldum. Um, so, Mason Mount, for me, seems to be that sort of person that the manager would say to him, I want you to go and do this, this, this and this. Like a Park Ji Sung, like a James Milner 2008. Go and do this. What's he going to do? He's going to go and do it. And I, and I think that is that Mason Mount in a midfield, okay, hear me out, in a midfield with Jude Bellingham, and Jordan Henderson, I think it would be wonderful. Mm. Yeah, and, and look, Mason... You'd have a potential England midfield. I think Mason Mount's more realistic signing for you He's than Bellingham He's cheaper as well, mate. Point. be about 30, 40 million last year of his contract. Yeah, um, I think, uh, look, that's the sort of player. If you want to transform that Liverpool team, if you want to put some energy in that mid- midfield, which is what everybody's crying out for, you want to put a bit of extra creativity and you want to find a different... Option, but I would think he's box to box as well, James. I think he could be yeah. an engine. I think, yeah, I think Mason Mount is exactly the sort of player that I'd agree Liverpool with you. should be looking at. And I think mm-hmm. if you do do go and sign Mason Mount, I think it's a big statement as well. It's a big move for him as well because he's been at Chelsea his whole life. Could be the Oxford um, Chamberlain of five years ago, yeah. Deal. Um, so I think, yeah, I think you're what right. would you do as Liverpool manager? And then I'll tell you what I would do if I was Tottenham manager. Uh, if I was Liverpool, well, I don't know, mate. To be honest, I've, you took over today, and you, you, you know, you've got the reins to the transfer budget. You're in charge. Well, I think Mason, Mason, Mason Mount's the kind of player I would be looking at. Um, I think you need somebody in there that you, you need more legs yeah. for sure. Um, like I said, James, about Thiago. Thiago is all well and good, but he needs legs around legs him. around him. You know, he, you know, but Henderson can't r- do it on his own. No. Um, so I think you've got to add some legs into that midfield. I think somebody like Mason Mount, obviously, yeah, as we said, um, Bellingham, yeah. If you could, you would. Why wouldn't you? But I think maybe money. I, I, I just it's not money. money. It's not money. It's not the way we're playing. I don't know. I just don't, I just can't see it. I, Real or you won't get a Man City, surely. Man City are going to be losing Gundogan in the summer mm. and potentially Bernardo Silva, mm. two huge players. For in that midfield very good point you get rid of those two players you need to replace them with somebody well Jude Belling can do every single role in that midfield and I think uh, Pep Guardiola gets hold of a player like that if you're Bellingham now you've got the chance to go to Man City let's say they win the league as well and they could still win the Champions League you could be about to join the biggest club in England you know success wise but and, his dad's a Liverpool fan alright okay well then he's going to Liverpool then but no, no, I'm not no, saying no, that. No, I'm no. just saying, look, so what? You know, if his dad's a Liverpool fan, it's not the... What would you do if your dad not, City? What would you do if your dad... Well, they're not. They were supposed to be Birmingham City fans, weren't they? Bellingham and his brother. They used to go to Birmingham every week. Well, they're Birmingham born and bred. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're Birmingham, know, they're Birmingham fans. City, yeah, they're but Birmingham. the dad... You're, come on, come on. Birmingham ain't fucking Liverpool, are they? All right. You know, so let's be honest. Do you know what I'd do if I was Jude Bellingham? I think that's clutching, but his dad's a Liverpool fan. Who says who? Would you blame me for clutching, mate? Says We've been that shit this season in midfield, yeah? You know? We need a clutch. We've got Milner. Do you know what, mate? He's been deeply reliable. <laughs> you just said get rid of him. No, he's 38 years old. 
Do you know, you want to be winning the Premier League. You can do it with Well, I think Milner, need, I think he probably wants to get another season because he wants to break that appearance record. He's now behind. I think he deserves it's it. It's only Gareth Barry and I think, I think Frank Lampard it. that have played more games. I think he deserves gigs. it, James. I think he deserves yeah, it, Yeah, definitely. Mate. James Milner's been absolutely I would give him a year deal and keep him around the squad, mate, and bring him in when we need Colin Cup and, and bring him in when you, you know, you're 10 minutes to go and you're, you're winding up in a tricky away game and it's pissing down with rain and you, you know, Elliot's knackered. Bring him on. And Thiago's gone missing. Yeah, so bring him on. I'm looking for. Do you know what interests me the most, though? Is not, I'm disappointed that we're playing so poorly, of course, and I think we will realise we're at the end of the cycle and the new cycle's coming in with Nunes and Gakpo and Yotta, and that, that'll be the next front three, clearly. Um, but, but do you know what really interests me is to see how he fixes it, if he can. Yeah, I mean... Look, you interesting, said, isn't it? Sorry to put... You, you, said, you said three minutes, James. That was about 12. Um, and uh, I think, um, you know, fair play to you as well, because, you know, Liverpool, they're, they're not really in the conversation about anything at the moment, so you, you've got to try and make them relevant. So... Fair enough. Right now, um, Tottenham. We don't. Need... Who's um, who's front runner for your job at the minute? You want Nagelsmann? He's thinking. Fuck me. Well, look, I think look, with Tottenham, it's it's so easy to go. I'll oh, get Nagelsmann. Get Nagelsmann. Is that what they're saying? Get Mourinho. Get Conte. Right. Yeah. It's not worked. I think that Nagelsmann. Look, he's obviously a brilliant manager. By the way, just a record. That want me that said get rid, get Nagelsmann, get Mourinho, and all that. You no, no, to... I'm I'm referring to just the the, the core the, fan base, the core shy. fan base on Twitter who fans. don't who I don't represent or agree with everything that people say. That we've appointed today some new guy who's going to be in charge of football business matters or some bullshit like that. Um, great, cool. Um, I I just what think what is that. What? Football business matters. Oh, I don't fucking know. Just want to never leave these cronies. But look, it is what it is. I, me personally, I think we need to comp- completely. We just need to think, take a breather. Look, we might still finish in the top. I think. Look, I think we're finishing in the top seven. We're going. We're going to finish. We didn't finish in the top seven. Something's gone badly exactly. wrong. I think one way or another. Look, we're going to be in Europe next season. Hopefully it's going to be the Champions League. I think we probably won't have enough, and I think we've got some difficult games. I we, think you're shit. I think you're well, in the Europa League. No, I, the the thing is, mate. Yeah, right now, yeah, we are shit. All right, yeah, maybe we are Europa League. Look, I want to be in here. I'm not going to sit here it's and say oh, I don't want to be in Europa League. It's not shit for a club like Southampton. No, I didn't say yeah, that. You did. I you said, said yeah, because be I was League. concerned about the turnaround in games, but now no, we've established no, 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 that no. that's not true. <laughs> Oh, go rack and rewind it back and the fans will back me here I stated I didn't want to do it because I was worried about the turnaround of times but you've clearly you've now told me that that's not an issue so then I've said okay yeah I would like to do it do you want right? to be in Europa League then? if the turnaround time's right yeah do, do you want to be in Europa League? I couldn't give a fuck if Tottenham were playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday if they were playing in Europa League the reason why I say it is because I worry about if the players can fucking get up for it mate well, they, can't get up, even get up for, they can't even get up for just the Premier League games at the moment mm, mate mm, so mm. Um, still one more than you but carry on Yeah, one, yeah. one more what? more trophies than you mate oh brilliant yeah good and that's what you're in football to create don't try and defend not no, winning we're trophies. talking about this season don't mate we're talking about right it. now um, you can't just say because Liverpool have been poor this season you can't just go oh yeah but we've won more trophies okay brilliant yeah that's great yeah all right, it does, it's completely irrelevant to the fact that you're not very good right now. All right, and you've had a terrible season by your standards, where you were sat here eight months ago telling me you were going to win the league, us or City. Well, how did that go? Terribly. Um, yep. Yeah, but uh, wouldn't you have said the same thing if Tottenham were in our position? Yeah, maybe I've done. Look, this time a year ago, everyone was saying that Liverpool were the greatest team ever, and they were going to win the quadruple. Fuck me, how the mighty fall. But anyway, look, we've done enough on Liverpool. You want to talk about Tottenham? I personally, I, look, I want Pochettino back. It's as simple as that. If we're not going to have Pochettino, I would say, yeah, obviously Nagel's man would be, would be great, but he could be another one that comes in with these massive demands that's expecting to walk into Harrods and actually he's walked into uh, John Lewis. And- Fuck off, <laughs> he's walked into Aldi. They're all over the place. It's not like that, is all right, it? Like Morrison, no. they're a big fucking supermarket, but no one really uses them. Yeah, you know, that that's the reality, isn't it? You know, let come on. Liverpool, Sainsbury's, Man City, Asda, you know, uh, Arsenal, Tesco, yeah? Man United, Waitrose. Exactly, you know, M&S would be fucking Newcastle at the minute. Tottenham, slap bang, straight down the barrel, Morrison's. Right, okay, and that's absolutely fine. So one of the big six supermarkets in this country. Fucking hell. 
Just because they've got a great store location doesn't mean that they're a massive supermarket. It has been in the running for uh, fresh food seller of uh, greatest fresh food seller in Europe. Yeah, you've got a great fish counter. So because you've got a great home for the fish, a great fish counter, that automatically means you're one of the big boys. Well, I've just used our trophy cabinet because that's empty, isn't it? Mm. Anyway. Have you got uh, one? Yeah, we've got one, mate. I've seen it. The Bill Nicholson suite. Yeah, I saw so much on TikTok when the, it's even got to the point now where the tour guide has said, contrary to what many people say, Tottenham have actually won trophies. Well, when I went to <laughs> me and that's what uh, they said. Me and my missus went to. I, she was eight months, got a eight and a half mate. months pregnant, and I took her to White Hart Lane for a stadium tour. Well, she took me actually, and uh, it was the old stadium. This last season, before they knocked it down, and we went into the the Bill Nicholson suite. Um, to the, and they took us to the trophy cabinet. Do you know what the biggest trophy in the trophy cabinet was? No. This fucking huge trophy that they won in pre-season in like 1972 or I something. Like. you were going to say the fucking Audi Cup. No, the Audi Cup wasn't there actually. It was before we'd won the Audi Cup. <laughs> so we hadn't even won that at this point. What was it? The European Super Cup? No, we won that. Uh, well, we won the, the Euro, UEFA Cup. In but what was this big cup? Oh, it was like some weird Spanish like tournament that they played against like probably Getafe, Zaragoza, and Vallecano. Yes, <laughs> big old trophy though. Um, anyway, look, but do you know why I actually want to see go in? It's well, I want Pochettino. If it's not Pochettino, I want to see Brendan Rodgers go in there. I just want a manager that can connect with the fans, and I want to see a manager that's going to play some decent football. I'm so starved of entertaining football from my club I've gone through Mourinho Ryan Mason ball for a bit what are you going to do when you lose you know you're losing 1-0 away at Bournemouth like we've just had but you're losing 1-0 away at Bournemouth and and, you know Son comes out of a 75th minute equaliser and Brendan Rodgers does this interview after the game and he goes you know what it's not as bad as what people make out you know I think the players to come back show great character and uh, charisma and the boys have done great. What are you going to do when you keep hearing that? I don't know. I think I think I'd, in a dream world we'll get Brendan in. We'll sign James Madison in the summer. Good signing well. for he's you. Been li- he's been linked heavily with us this week. And Paul we're Gascoigne apparent- loves him. We're apparently brilliant. I couldn't give a fuck what Paul Gascoigne thinks. See, that that's guy, where you're wrong. That guy, doesn't, see, that's where that you're guy wrong. doesn't even know what that day is it's where half the time. Wrong. He probably hasn't even seen so, James Paul Madison Gascoigne play. Paul Gascoigne is one of the greatest naturally gifted players this country has ever seen in Tottenham fucking ruined him. No, he didn't. You fucking did. He ruined himself because he couldn't handle being no, in London. No, because there was no club could... liaison to look after All oh, right, okay. Well, then, so then, then... Because if he had went to Old Trafford, would the same thing have happened? I don't know. I don't know. But what I'll say is Paul Gascoigne has got a fantastic highlight reel and people across the country have got and Europe have got anecdotes about him which are funny. Like when Annie McCoyce tells stories about him. Yeah, it's funny. But actually, you look at his actual career as a whole, didn't make all that many appearances after the age of about 25, didn't ever really make, well, he made absolutely zero impact on the Premier League, which was actually around when he was in his prime and he never fancied it. Well, it wasn't, he was in his prime in it. Scotland, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. He had his after prime years at Rangers. Massive injuries. Yeah. Well, look, anyway, look, we'll get on to Gascoigne another day. Look, I respect what he did, 96, Euro 96, Colin Hendry, brilliant, dentist chair, banging, crying at the World Cup in 1990. Fantastic. But... For me, I would all day long put people like Gerard, Lampard, Rooney, um, you know, people that I've seen play in, in my time. You know, even I, I'd put Harry Kane, um, you know, even people like Raheem Sterling have done oh, more. Just a word on Harry Kane. Broke the England uh, goal scoring record, in my opinion. Uh, well, well, on record, he's England's greatest ever striker. You know, take away the goals from Armenia away and where he gets three and stuff, it doesn't matter. Um, He's still England's greatest ever goal scorer and credit to Harry Kane. But the laptop at the moment is showing alarming battery levels. And I haven't brought out the charger to the TTM Tavern and we're on 10%. Now, what we all know is on a Mac, when it gets to 8%, it goes, oh, I'm going to turn off. Um, So we need to be very careful about that at the minute. Um, We're on about 45 minutes of the podcast at the moment. Uh, Honourable mentions, who do you think should win the player of the year in the English Premier League this season? As in PFA Player of the Year, just yeah, the top player. Yeah, yeah. Um, let let me guess. You think it's Salah? No, no. I personally, for individual, for an individual performance from a player, I think you can't look past Erling Haaland. I think he's come in and done exactly what I said on the tin. He's going to get about thirty-five to forty Premier League goals in his first season in this country. I think he has to win PFA Player of the Year. If he doesn't. Um, for whatever reason, 
I think you could argue. I mean, it's, it's very hard to look past him, to be honest. I mean, Saka. Saka's had a good season, but I think he'll win Young Player of the Year, yeah, and I think yeah, he deserves yeah. that. Manager of the Year, two people. Arteta has to be in the in the, yes. the shout, and also Unai Emery. I think Unai Emery. I think you could and also Brighton, throw. You could throw. Well, to Zerbi though, he hasn't done a full season. I wouldn't want to give a manager that hasn't done a full season, same as Emery hasn't done a full season. So I think if Arsenal hang on, it's Arteta. Already how Eddie Howe has got to be in the mix. I also think that um, Thomas Frank. Um, for what he's done, yeah, no second season uh, syndrome. And I think if I think if it's so second season, isn't it? Uh, Brentford, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if Forest go on a little run now and finish sort of twelfth, so I think I think Steve Cooper's for everything that he's had to put up with and everything, all the trouble. You know, he's fighting for his job every week. He's been given all these players. He's brought up Nottingham Forest from the Championship last season when they they were in the bottom three when he took them over and he got them promoted. And if he keeps them up, I think Steve Cooper's got to be in there with a shout as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But obviously, that, that you know, they could go down and then he'll probably get sacked. So, so it's what's fine, fine margins, isn't it? So what's next for TTN Sports Show? When are, when are, when are, when are we going to record the next show for our listeners? We'll be in the we'll be recording again in the week, midweek. I think that's a a, a date that's fine. Um, we'll look to continue to get more guests onto the show. We do have the charity event coming up now. It is rapidly approaching it's the under days. Four weeks now. It's on the horizon, shall we say, and it's in view. Um, you know, we're in the car park and we're trying to park and we've got to get out and walk across to the event. So we're, we are now in the vicinity of the car park. Um, mm. Reality is this. Uh, great podcast tonight. James attacking me uh, on, on football snobbery. Me attacking James on Tottenham's shitness. Um, for, before we go, before you know, we go to James, can I just ask you? Very quick. Simple, yes or no. Yeah. Do you want Liverpool to get into the Europa League? Yes. Conference League? No. Football snobbery. Okay. Well, you take that attitude and you can shove it. Right up your ass. You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show. The show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell. And me, James Harrison. Where we bring you... Explosive debate. Big interviews and guests. Trending topics with regular uploads. And now sponsored by Froome's very own Prestige Paving and Patios. And also now with over 100 episodes. You're listening to the TTM Sports Show. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.